You're listening to The One Relationship, where we believe a strong marriage is the foundation for successful families, communities, and cultures. I'm Kate. And I'm Tanner. We're your hosts, and we've each had our share of unhealthy relationships. When we met, we committed to not repeat the mistakes of our past, so we set out to learn everything we could about creating a rock-solid marriage. Join us every week as we bring you real talk from our experiences, other married couples, and relationship professionals we trust. To start strengthening your marriage now, head over to theonerelationship.com and get access to our free marriage manifesto today. Welcome to The One Relationship. My name is Kate Wendell, and I'm going to take this time today, maybe because I just need to vent a little bit. Share maybe something that you're feeling as well. I've I've had multiple conversations with my husband recently about how we're handling our communication, not just within our marriage. It's not so much that, but it's more about communicating just within the house and then within business. So as uh, we get our time started here, I'm going to title this, How Do You Communicate? Because we all have our go-to, right? And and I hope that you can relate to this. I'd, I'd love to know how you communicate. Like, what's your preference? You can certainly share in a text that goes right to, to Tanner and me, 720-459-4219, and let me know. So when we were talking about just how we're communicating and how we're handling our communication within uh, the household as well as within... Uh, business, I, I made this statement, a very drastic statement of like, I am horrible at email. And I, I do, I hold that still true to this day. I'm horrible with email. I don't enjoy it. And to me, like the inbox just gets cluttered. I don't even want to look at it. I don't know. And here's the, the, the other thing is like, I don't want to write out my thoughts in response. I'd rather verbally tell you and give you an audio message or like here, right? I talk to you on a podcast or maybe I make a video. I actually like videos if I want to send a message to someone. So to just sit there and write out everything that I want to explain and how I want, you know, or how I'm going to respond to your question or your email or like that just in itself seems daunting and it's a headache. And so I'm like, I'm horrible at email. I don't like to do email. Now, now granted, I'm not hard. Like he, so Tanner's response to me was, we have to start changing the stories we tell ourselves. Now that I agree with, right? Because we have a lot of stories. Oh, I'm horrible at this. I'm horrible with names, right? You know, we say something like that. I, I don't like doing this and, oh, nothing works out for me. I have the worst luck I mean, I don't know, right? We have so many of those things. We tell ourselves stories and we just put it out there continuously, day after day, month after month, year after year. And we keep saying the same story. And so of course it's going to be true because we're not telling ourselves anything different, right? Like there's science behind our brain, not knowing what is real and what is not real on what we tell it. So we can tell it truth. In fact, we can tell it a lie, something false. We can tell it positive things and negative things. And it doesn't know what's real and what's not real. It just knows what we've told our brain. 
And that's a pretty powerful thing if you think about it, right? We talk to ourselves so much with the same stories. I'm horrible at email. And nothing nothing ever works out for me, whatever the story is, right? Your brain doesn't know if that's really true or not. And absolutes, using the words of apps, like absolute words, oh, that can get you, that can get you into trouble too. So be mindful of what you're telling yourself, right? So I've been saying, yeah, I'm horrible at email. Now, granted, if I really just put a little bit of focus into it, I'm actually fine with email. I can take a few minutes, skim through what's come through the day. This is junk. I don't even need to open this. I don't mind if I just let emails go unopened. Like who cares? Just look at what's necessary and respond. Give myself a little chunk of time to be like, okay, here's what I'm going to respond with. Like I can do that. I really can. I just don't like it. So that's more of the statement of like, I don't like it. It's not that I'm horrible at email. I don't like it. It's not how I want to communicate. It's not my choice in how I want to communicate. Maybe it's text message. Maybe it's a phone call. Maybe you still like to write letters. I mean, that's kind of a rare thing. Snail mail. But gosh, man, when you get a snail mail that arrives, do you not feel special? I think we should start bringing back some snail mail and start writing letters to the people who matter. Speaking of which, a reminder, I have three letters I need to write and they will go in the mail with a postage, uh, you know, a stamp because I want to make sure that I take those few minutes to write a note of thanks because it shows that I took time and I cared, right? Now, I don't do it very often, but I do it for certain things where I think it's appropriate. You know, wedding gifts, I sent out cards and baby shower gifts or baby gifts, I sent out cards. Certain things where people have been very uh, generous to us, I send out a card and say thank you, right? So I think we should bring back some snail mail, just saying, because I think nowadays with so many people feeling so disconnected and not being able to be in person per se, depending on where you are, getting a letter in the mail is very special. So I'm going to challenge you to that. Write a letter to someone who's just special to you, who's important to you. Even if you talk to them regularly, send them a letter anyway, and just make that point to be like, you know what? I'm thinking about you, right? So, you know, text message, I do much better better with a text message. I don't always want to get on a phone call. That to me sometimes is draining, even though I do like more talking versus writing. I'd rather give you an audio message. Like that's just how I operate. Give you an audio message. I get to do it when it's convenient to me. You get to listen when it's convenient for you. We don't have to juggle each other's schedules. I feel like it works out really well. But I'm more of that text message, audio message kind of person. That's how I like to communicate. That's how I feel like I can get my heart across in conversation, my point across, my, my, my words seem to come more naturally in a conversation that way than in email or even social media comments, right? Maybe that's where you feel like you do really well with communicating with people. Let me just comment. Let me just send you a tweet, you know? 
post a comment on Instagram. Maybe that's what really works for you and resonates. I don't even do that much. And I should probably do that more. I'm working on it. (laughs) Here's the thing. When you figure out how you like to communicate, I think you should just find the thing that matters or, or not matter, but that you feel most comfortable with. Pick that one way and use that to the fullest and how you communicate with people. But I would also suggest figuring out ways that you can manage how to communicate with people another way. Because the thing about communication is it's got to be a two-way street. Otherwise, you're just talking to yourself, which, heck, I mean, I do that too. And those conversations get really interesting, but they're just with me. If we can actually have a conversation where we have back and forth, I'm listening to you, you're listening to me, we can now go back and forth with our thoughts and what's on our heart or our our ideas, right? That is communication. But sometimes we're going to have to communicate with people in a way that isn't natural for us in order to be able to communicate with that person. And that's what I've realized as Tanner and I are having these conversations and I'm saying I'm horrible at email. Well, I got to get good at it to some extent. I've got to find a way to be able to manage it to some degree so that I can communicate with the people who need to communicate with me through email. I can't always just send a text message. I can't always pick up the phone or send an audio message. Just can't do that with everyone. Maybe I don't even have their phone number to do it, but I have to be able to communicate with them. And so I have to go to email. So understanding how I communicate, I can thrive on what works well for me. And if I can control that setting, then I can offer that as, hey, this is the best way to communicate with me. But also know that I have to create some kind of discipline around other ways to communicate. And I share this story because it came from really around business. Tanner and I, we work together. We run this podcast. We run our family OS. And we really, you know, have to get clear on how we're handling things, who's handling what, and how we're communicating within our business between each other, as well as how we communicate with the people outside of our business who help us run our business or who we're going to collaborate with. And I have to find that discipline of saying, okay, here's what I can do in order to be able to use another form of communication to be able to show up the best way possible. So although this is around business, I was thinking about this conversation and sharing these things with you because again, I needed to vent a little bit. I really can't stand email. If you've sent me an email and I've never responded or maybe a DM and I've never responded, now you know why. Because it's just not my go-to. It's not something that I consciously think, oh, let me do that. But it also applies to our relationships outside of business, how we communicate with our spouse, how we communicate with our children, 
and of course the people around us. So whether that is in work or our friends or our relatives, how do we show up in our communication with them? So if we take our family and we look at how we communicate with our spouse or our children, sometimes we communicate just in what is the natural way for us to communicate, what's sort of our go-to, our default. And that doesn't always work for our husband or wife or our kid because they're a different person. They have different circumstances in their life. They have a different upbringing and therefore may communicate differently than you do. So what, are you never going to talk to your husband again? Never talk to your kid again? Well, we don't want that. I mean, maybe that would be (laughs) a way to go, but I don't know that's going to really create the best, happy, healthy family environment. And I don't want that for you. I want you to learn how to be able to communicate with your spouse. I want you to feel like you have a better connection with your husband or with your wife. And part of that is understanding how they communicate. You know, the five love languages book is a great place to start because knowing what someone else's love language is, you can start to communicate that way. And here's a little hint. Usually the person, if you don't really, if you don't know their love language, the person usually communicates in their own right? So for example, mine is words of affirmation. So I'm going to give words of affirmation to Tanner because that's how I know. To me, that is uplifting. And so I share that with Tanner. But if his love language isn't words of affirmation and instead it's acts of service, he's not going to feel like I'm giving that attention to him and his love tank is filling up because I'm not doing the acts of service that really help him feel fulfilled. Instead, I'm giving him my own love language, which is words of affirmation. I've heard this actually very often where husbands say, oh my gosh, I do so much for my wife. You know, I buy her this and I do this for her and uh But her love language isn't acts of service and her love language isn't receiving gifts. Her love language is quality time. She just wants to be with you. She just wants to know that you've put everything aside and you can just sit and be with her. That's what's going to fill her up, right? So maybe it's how you're communicating from a place of email and text and phone calls but maybe it's also how you're communicating in the actual things that you do. Think about how you're really reacting or uh, uh, interacting with your husband or wife or your children. What do they need from you? Start doing that to start making a shift to get that better connection. I have to look even at my three-year-old and see what is her love language. She's got one. And based on how I see her react to certain things, I can tell that she wants, she's right now, I mean, she's only three. So I I see sort of a borderline of quality time and words of affirmation. Those things light her up. 
those things fill her. If I could spend just 10 minutes with her, just focused on her, she's much more behaved. And heck, we know toddlers are a little hairy, right? Or maybe a lot hairy, (laughs) right? So if I can just give her 10 minutes of my time, it actually sets the tone for the evening and works much better. The tantrums actually start to minimize. Now, granted, there's other things we can do to help the tantrums, especially when you're dealing with toddlers, or maybe the the back talk that you're dealing with for the the preteen or the teenager and how to control that. But think about what they what does your husband or wife or what are your kids really want from you? How do they really want you to communicate and talk with them? And I and the first step is looking at what is your way of communicating? Seeing, see if that, you know, then kind of take note of like, okay, so this is how I like to communicate. When I do this, it doesn't seem to work well. It does seem to work well. And then you know how to shift from there. And of course, these are other things that like I could go further into and what I deal with when I work with my clients where we can really get into some specific examples of how we can say, hey, if I do more of this or less of that, the connection is better, right? But we sometimes need to just actually have that comfort. We have to have that conversation, right? To know what's really going on. But as a whole, think about how you communicate. Sure, you've got your go-to. Maybe help verbalize that to your spouse and say, hey, this is actually how I would like to communicate but I also don't know that's really working for you. So what would you like from me? And then maybe we can work on communicating with each other in ways that work for the other. And just have that simple conversation back with your spouse to say, hey, I wanna make sure that we're communicating well and we've got that connection. This is what I would like and I would like to know what you would like so that we can meet in the middle. And then you can do the same with your children or as husband and wife, then figure out how you're going to do that together with your kids because your kids definitely want your love and attention, but we just have to do it in a way that they're going to be able to hear you. So how do you communicate? I'll tell you, I don't know that I'm ever going to love email, but I also know that it's important. So I'm going to figure out a way to balance that with the ways that I communicate best. And I'm also going to make sure that I know how my family wants to be communicated with so that I can show up in that way and that we can have better connection. I hope this episode helps. Thank you always for being a part of The One Relationship. Thanks for listening to this episode of The One Relationship. Be sure to subscribe right now, and we'd love it if you could do us a quick favor too. Please rate and review this podcast. This will help others who want to strengthen their marriage discover our content. To get our free marriage manifesto today, head over to theonerelationship.com. And while you're there, we'd love to hear from you. Just hit the Contact Us button and send us your questions and feedback. Join us next time for more Real Talk on The One Relationship.